0: The Dart Depot is proud to be partnering with SENZ to bring you the very best in darts. 180! Talking darts, this is At The Oki on SENZ.
1: Nine o'clock here on SENZ, you're listening to At The Ocky here with Ben Francis, proudly brought to you by the Dart Depot, darts, dartboards, lightning and more, at the Dart Depot. And joining me, like he does most weeks when he's available, when he's not smashing the dartboard or doing more important things, we have uh, New Zealand's number one ranked player, Big Rig, Ben Robbins, studio with me. Mate, how are you?
0: Good, mate. Good to be back in here talking darts again and uh, yeah. Let's talk about.
1: Yeah, mate. It's been a very, very busy few weeks, of course. Uh, we have to start off, though, with the New Zealand Darts Masters. Of course, we did our big preview a couple of weeks ago. And you were drawn against Girl and Price, the New Zealand's number one against the world number one. Some pretty cool moments up on the stage there. That one-two-six finish probably being a highlight and hearing you give that big roar, standing right <laughs> by the stage <laughs> hearing that. Uh, but unfortunately, on the wrong side of the result. But, mate, what an opportunity to play the guy that ended up winning it.
0: Yeah. Um when 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 the draw happened and I found out I was playing Guerin, uh it was more about the performance than the result really. Uh obviously he's the best in the world. So I just wanted to go up there and just be calm and, and just have a crack at him. Um missed a few early chances, scored well. Uh but he was just clinical in his one eighties and his finishing and the one 2 one two six gave me the belief back and that was cool and the room got real noisy and then he missed, then I pegged, and then I got noisy again, and then yeah, I was, like, trying to app the crowd up when I was up there as well, which was kind of, yeah, in the moment, and, yeah, I mean, I could be proud of that performance, bro. Um, yeah, obviously I wanted to win, but... I mean, I ran, you know, I'm a part-time dart player at the moment and I ran with the world's best player and and there's lots to take away from something
1: like that. Yeah, give us a call, 0800 150 811 or text us double We'd love to hear from you if you actually were at the New Zealand Darts Masters and if you're there cheering on uh, Ben Robb. And I saw there are actually quite a lot of your new jerseys out there. Uh, yeah. out in the crowd. There were a few people dressed up as Ben Robb. <laughs> uh, Even
0: yourself, mate? Got the new shirt on tonight? It's yeah, awesome.
1: I must, must think uh, Andy from the Dart Depot for giving me that. But when he, when he told me about the sizes, he said, oh, what size are you? I said, oh, I'm a 2XL. And he said, oh, we just sold out of those. We'll get you a three. And it fits perfectly, so I don't know if I should be worried about that, <laughs> that, that I've, got, I've gone up a shirt size. But no, the, look, the shirt, new shirt looks great. And like I see lots of people wearing it in the crowd. And I must admit, I did see you on the Saturday night, the day after. You, you were being quite a menace in the crowd.
0: Oh, mate, I just thought it was a time just to enjoy darts, not be so serious about it, and, um, yeah, just enjoyed with the fans and, you know, partake in in, in their fun. And, you know, the young kids as well, like, I was just kind of enjoying it and giving back, taking photos and watching my family, like, just lap it all up. And it was cool, and shout-out to Stacey at the Dart Depot, mate. Like, we went through so many issues with designing a new shirt and, I think it's my best shirt I love it and um, yeah all the sponsors pop on the shirt Um, the Manai just pops as well and uh, yeah man I'll just shout out to uh, Stacey the Dart Depot she did amazing
1: if you want to see what the shirt looks like just head along to thedartdepot.co.nz and hopefully there are some available in your size because I know lots of them did sell uh, pretty quick but overall mate the experience being back in Hamilton after three years what was that like for you?
0: yeah just good to just drive you know an hour an hour down the road to play, you know, darts that I want to play in and to be, and I was proud of the of the fans really. Um, you know, some places around the world, they kind of get the booing on the professional players, Gil and Price, Michael Smith. But um, man, New Zealand should just stand up and be proud of what they actually put on. Uh, the crowd was so engaging, so respectful at the same time. And um, it's things like that, that gets the PDC's attention, and maybe giving us more events in the future, so
1: stoked for the New Zealand community getting behind this tournament and uh, doing it in a respectful manner. Yeah, we'll hear from our PDC Chief Executive Matthew Porter later on. I did have a quick chat to him after the event and did ask him about the future of the New Zealand Darts Masters and I know before COVID there was talk about potentially having two events here in New Zealand but COVID kind of put that on delay but I think next year is still going to be the one but yep. hopefully in the future I think they're looking at potentially one in the North Island, one in the South Island to try and mix it up a little bit because they have been very impressed with new zealand and not even the pdc i know even the people overseas are i know that the players spoke very very highly of being here in new zealand and very very highly of of the players and i i didn't mention any names i just you know said oh what, what do you think about the people here and you would have heard from our last show so many people saying you know ben rob hope i these guys are just fantastic players and uh, this is great, getting this this rare opportunity just for the for you guys to be up on that stage in front of your home crowd because yeah. you don't get that often.
0: No, nah, and also you know we've got a bunch of new guys coming through, and with the exposure and the way that I know that they can play, uh, the PDC want to see competitive games, and the more high quality star players that we can produce, then uh, the more likely we are we are going to get more events and. And, and events closer to home, whether they're in Australia or, or, or over here. But, yeah, cool to have them back. Lots of fun. Um, Goo and Price, one from one, coming down t- to our town. And um, and you and looked at the way the crowd engaged with them too. It was, it was just so magic. I uh, really enjoyed it.
1: Ring on the next one, eh? Well, just, I know, you know, I know you can't read too much into averages because literally the averages can kind of go drop quite a bit in terms of if you had a double with that first dart on your go up to the board or the third dart. But, mate, you average 93.33, which is to be honest is really good and Gerwin Price needed 104 a yeah. 105 to take you out and you look at that average that of yours and literally I think if you paid any of the other other qualifiers you probably would have got over the line there so that that just shows you like to that standard you were but even Bernie Smith he, he pushed Michael Van Gerwin there he managed to get 90 which yeah. is really good going uh, Warren Parry uh, had 83 against Michael Smith, a bit similar there. And Caden Milm having 79 uh, against Fallon in that in that moment. Were, were you out in the crowd when Caden played Fallon, or was that? No, that was before my game. That was before. So yeah, you were I was second to last. So, so you were back backstage seeing Watching that. It, yeah. That must have been quite a cool moment.
0: Yeah, well, we were all you know we were all backstage. The, the boys that were left, and um, we knew he was a bit nervous on the ball up, and so. Um, To credit to Simon Whitlock, he brought him over to where we were and he just kind of said, you know, calm down. Same game, kind of just kind of talked to him a bit, kind of bring his nerves down. And, um, yeah, he kind of found his feet up there. eh? It was pretty cool watching him just kind of get comfortable with it, smiling away. I think that's his new nickname now. It was probably Smiley. He was just smiling away. But he had fun with it. He didn't let the moment get on top of him. He just rode the wave and was able to put it away at the end and he, and he showed that the 106 was class when he had to because felon was checking out real quite like strong at the start and his game put it, put it back on her, so credit to him. I was stoked to see him win.
1: Yeah, standing right by the stage uh, when he won that game, you could you could see how nervous he was. And then, of course, he had the big step up there uh, in the quarterfinals against Michael Smith. And unfortunately, Michael Smith kind of ran away with that one. I think Caden had one dart at the double during the match. <laughs>
0: yeah, and that's, that's that different quality level. Eh? Um, I'm stoked that he got to experience winning up there and, He now knows what it takes to beat the best because Michael Smith is, you know, whatever he's ranked, he's going to always be top five in the world. So uh, he got a bit humble there and there and he now knows what to expect when it comes to the bigger moments he's trying to face.
1: And now he he joins uh, yourself as a man to actually win in New Zealand as well.
0: Mate, it's pretty cool.
1: Last Illustri- company. It's the <laughs> <laughs> Me, Mark McGrath, and Caden Milne. Mate, it's pretty cool. Uh, I actually caught up with Michael Smith. I I wasn't intending on speaking to him. I was going to wait till his night was over. But he actually came up to me and said, oh, "You want to chat?" So I was like, "Yeah, I'll grab you now. If that's all right." So I had a quick chat to Michael Smith immediately after he played Caden, and this is what he had to say. All right, so Michael, you got a 6 0 win over there over Caden
2: Milne. What was it like being up on that stage playing against the lone New Zealanders, mate? <laughs> Uh, for the first couple of legs it was nervous but when he hit the 118 I went out with a 116, the crowd just went silent and I managed to go into my own game but the last two legs I went dodgy again I was only going like one travel visit or no travels With four legs I was hitting two or three every single time but yeah it, it felt good I said to the kid after the match just go and enjoy it now he'd done better than what he probably expected to do here and yeah I'll probably see him again, hopefully, next year if I'm back. What did you? What have you made of the whole experience here in Hamilton so far? Oh, me and my wife was talking about this this morning. Um, if I was in Auckland, I don't think I'd come on holidays. Auckland's not for me. I get knackered just going for the shop. It's just all uphill. But no, Hamilton's a lovely city and it's close to everything that we want. And, yeah, if, if I could come back on holiday, I definitely would come back here. Definitely come back to Hamilton or anywhere, anywhere else in New Zealand you want to visit? Uh, definitely Hamilton, and I also want to go to Newell, That's where my brother-in-law is from. So oh, wow. I'd love to visit his island as well. And what about the other New Zealand players
1: here? We've had poor Kiwi guys play here, you know, Ben Robb did, Push girl and had some through some of the darts. What do you think
2: it'll stand with the darts here in New Zealand? I think Ben Robb's going to try his best next year and get his tour card, and the way he plays and what I know and I've seen of him. He'll get his tour card and he'll probably end up having to move to England. But yeah, he's a quality player and then you've got Warren party, he's he's a legend of the game. He's been in so many world finals, he's been in a lot of things. Bernie Smith, he's been playing really well, he pushed far and then I'm gonna be bad now because I forgot the last one. the just played then. Yeah. <coughs> I know. Yeah, so he he did well for his first game and he's only twenty two. He's just he needs to stop enjoying it too much no one is playing because he he can't believe he's there he just needs to get his serious face on his serious game and yeah because once you start smiling and having a laugh it's it's different then because you're taking it as, as fun and I think in the first leg he went for three balls against me he shouldn't be doing that he <laughs> uh, should not be doing that and it, it annoyed me a bit but no it's yeah it's his first time he had fun but he learns, isn't he, baby, isn't he? Exactly. I guess that's experience. You've been around the game for a while that you can just pass on to someone like that, a young up-and-comer around the game, and he'll learn a lot of things from that. Yeah, this, these last couple of days for him, it should have be been massive. Not only winning the qualifiers to get here, but being on that stage in front of them fans. And I said to him after the game, then he went to walk off, and I grabbed him back. We just go and enjoy it. You because you've got to soak it up. You've got to realise what you've done. You've qualified. I know he's not the he wants to play me then, but... He was still in the quarterfinals of, of the New Zealand Masters. So he's, he's got to realise that and then put it right for next year. Now he's got 12 months of solid hard work and dedication and get back next year. What did you think of that match
1: against Fallon Shurrock that he played yesterday?
2: Uh, like today he played me, where it was, he was faster. He wasn't breathing as heavy, like trying to intake a breath. And you could see when he played Fallon, he was nervous. He Fair play to the kid. He'd only played, I think he said, 100 people before and he was playing in front of 1900 last night, so I'd be nervous as well. And Yeah, he handled it well, and from, I think it was five, all the both had 182. Fallon at 19, he, he gets a classy 140 to leave 42, come back and pinged it two darts, and you don't do that if you're by luck, you do that because you're a good player, and he will be good.
1: Now, mate, you obviously haven't listened to the uh, interview before because when Michael Smith said, I think Ben Rob's going to go overseas and get his tour card next year, you had like a an, an extreme shocked look on your face. <laughs>
0: mate, I was blushing. Mate, that's like a top guy in the world, like recognising what I'm, you know, the sacrifice, mate. And, he, you know, he, he would know more than anybody what it takes. Um, obviously, for us Kiwis and Aussies, it's a far way to travel. But, um, mate, I wouldn't do all this if I didn't have the intention of going all the way, so... Uh, it gives me a bit more confidence knowing that a guy like that recognises my ability, and um, yeah, I have to buy him a beer one day. I reckon.
1: <laughs> well, he, he, was not, he wasn't the only one to speak really highly of of the players here, um, but of course, getting a special mention like that, where he says, "I believe that he will get his tour card next year," that, that's very, very strong. It's a strong statement.
0: It is, mate, and you know he's he's around high quality darts every day of, of his you know adult life, and. To to him look at my game and say I can mix it up with them as mate that's, yeah I'm still blushing. <laughs> oh
1: well, that's a good way to be mate. But we've had a couple of texts through come here uh, come through here on double eight double three and it says uh, hey Benz, uh, just getting into darts. I got a couple of questions about darts. How often do you change your uh, how often do you change your darts? I'll uh, leave this
0: one to you. My darts. Yeah. Um, I have the same set. Of the darts, my own darts I made from one eighty at the dart depot. If you want to grab them, <laughs> um, no. But I, I probably every two months I pull a new set out, um, but more grippier, but more like you know when the hands get sweaty, it's a bit of a rougher edge to grab. Um, but yeah, um, uh, other than things breaking, like points breaking, I don't really genuinely change them that often.
1: And they, they add it on there. How often do you sharpen them?
0: Ah, uh, before every big game. Um, Every tradesman knows, you know, you gotta have sharp tools to get the job done. So, always sharpen my points. Uh, one drop out could cost you a game, and that's a, you know, that's a tip for all the young players that are getting into darts. Always make sure you have a spare set of flights, a spare set of points, and uh, yeah, those points are sharp because you don't want to lose out by twenty points.
1: Yeah, that's happened to me before. I will admit, I, I, I think I broke a point. And I couldn't get it out, and I didn't have a spare set of darts. So I had to borrow a set. And ironically, the set I borrowed off this guy, ended up beating with with his darts. (laughs) So I was quite proud of myself about that. But uh, a couple of tips there if you're getting into darts. And, of course, head over to the uh, dartdepot.co.nz to uh, if you want to get the new Ben Rob shirt or his darts. uh, That's where you get it at the Dart Depot. Darts, dartboards, lightning and more at the Dart Depot. And it is uh, 15 minutes past nine here on at the Oki on SENZ. We'll take a quick break. And when we come back... I think let's talk some Hungarian Darts masters, which saw quite a few of the PDC boys that were over here competing over the weekend, and one of them ended up winning it. We'll hear from that person after this here on SNZ. If you were watching New Zealand Darts Masters, you should know what this song is. Well, I hope you would anyway. That's because it's the walkout song for the man that's sitting right beside me, Mr. Ben Robb. Oh, mate, wait for it, wait for it. Here it comes.
0: I appreciate this moment. you feel the build-up coming? Do you want me to give you, like, the big... Here it comes, mate. Can you hear it? Oh, mate, I get goosebumps. Here it comes. I'll, just let, it, I'll let it play it. Oh, look at it, eh? Fireworks in the background, flames going. <laughs> You're a world champion.
1: I can see, I can just picture you now walking down the stage with that swagger. <laughs>
0: That just takes over. When I'm playing, people always say I've got this kind of strut or whatever. But when I'm in that moment and I'm just taking it, I just have this.
1: Uh, if Steve Beaton didn't have uh, Staying Alive, uh, that would probably be, that would probably see you as well, because he's got that strut as well. <laughs> I don't have that chest here, though, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could, mate. You could probably pull it off <laughs> one day. Uh, but, yeah, it's 21 minutes past nine here on At The Yockey on SENZ, proudly brought to you by the Dart Depot. The Dart Depot is your one-stop shop for all things darts and queue. Visit Nz. And even though we had the world's best uh, in the PDC over here, uh, last oh, couple of weekends ago, they were straight back into it. Straight back into it over in the UK. Uh, not in the UK. They were playing in Hungary. Not every player competed, though. I think Gerwin Price was a late withdrawal. But uh, quite a few of the big names uh, did go over there and compete. And it ended up being won by Joe Cullen. He beat Willie O'Connor, the Irish thrower, in the final. He also uh, overcame Dave Chisnell, Rusty Jake Rodriguez, a man that you're all too familiar with. (laughs) Yeah, I know that name. We won't go much further into that, though. (laughs) Uh, And he also beat uh, Jim Williams, which, unfortunately, is a man part of your uh, 180 clan. Yep, that's my 180 brother. As well, but how impressive is it to literally go from one side of the world and a few days later win, I think it was his third European Tour title?
0: Oh, mate, Joe Cullen's on fire um, even watching him practice backstage at the in Hamilton, you can you can see his his grouping is just on point at the moment. And yeah, when he becomes a habit, and he just seems to be going hard. But mate Josh Rock, uh, young fella, Northern Irishman, uh, beat Damon hitter, played him well. Then went on and beat you know big Dirk. Um, the kid just kind of has something about him, and I, I, I like I like watching him play and. I thought he was going to do better and obviously Chizzy just showed up and maybe he got speed wobbles but I read the kid, I reckon he's going to be some.
1: Yeah, I know lots of people have mentioned about how well he has been. I think it's his first year playing on the PDC Tour, isn't it?
0: Yeah, we went to Q School together. Um, Ah. Yeah, I watched him on the last day. He needed a big run, similar to myself. Uh, Got there for the second round and then just went crazy uh, on that last day and me and Hopai were watching him and... He was given it, and we were both like, oh, this guy can, can, bloody, can bloody play and, and suits as well. He was uh, the Scotsman. He was, he was he was really rating
1: him. Too. Sorry, I, f- I forgot you mix a mingle with the best of the best. I forgot oh, about sorry, that. Mate. Please <laughs> realise who you're sitting next to then. No. Well, well, no. Of, co- well of course, in Hamilton, you tried me, getting me in the players' room, and I quickly got kicked out.
0: <laughs> I had no right to bring you back there, but I tried. And
1: Well, yeah. I, funnily enough, the next day, I, I, I went in, and it was not an issue. <laughs> Oh, you should have gone with probably girl prices out the well, next time I went, I went in with uh, Jamie, who who was one of the guys helping run the events that probably helped. <laughs> but uh, it was it was just quite funny getting kicked out, and then your fiance messaged me saying, "Hey, was that you that just got kicked out?" <laughs> yeah, and I so right, right, tried to get you in there. Hey, hey. She, I, she, I think she might have called you an idiot. <laughs>
0: Oh mate, <laughs> I've been called worse.
1: <laughs> but uh, let, let's hear how that uh, that Hungarian darts masters final ended, and we'll also hear from uh, Joe Cullen and Willie O'Connor as well.
2: Cullen returns for Joe double eight quiet, to get that title. And to be
1: the second person to win the Hungarian Darts Trophy.
0: The rockstar reigns
3: in Budapest.
1: He joins an elite club
3: of just seven players to win three or more Euro Tour titles. A fourth title of the year. The Masters champion is a big stage winner once again. If you get him in a final in front of the cameras, he. Always he's delivers and he is delivered when it really counted here in budapest this weekend
0: my first three games was terrible i was uh, pretty lucky to get through all three of them and then i turned it on a little bit in the semis and i think i was pretty decent in the final and just kept Willie at bay because that you know i've seen how well he played over the weekend i knew that's what i had to do joe i'll come back
3: to you in a second one question to our runner-up Willie. i mean the the scoreline in the final certainly not The scoreline in the final, certainly not what you had hoped for, but you said it after your quarterfinal. This means so much in the context of where your career is at the moment, and I'm sure you take so much positives away from Budapest. Guys, I swear to God. If you told me before this weekend I'm getting to a final, I'm absolutely ecstatic, right? But the played arts in front of all you fantastic... This, this fantastic crowd here in Budapest is one of the best crowds I've ever seen. And although... It's a disaster to lose in any final and it is. It's not nice losing a final. I don't mind losing to Joe. He's one of the best guys in the game and I wish him the very best in the future. Shout it up for Joe! Go on Budapest! The final question goes to our champion Joe. I mean, uh, obviously Willie found some very very nice words for the crowd. I I found it was like a traditional, old school dance crowd really. There wasn't that much chanting going on, but there was the best of order, and and they were really they were experiencing every dart. There was oohs and ahs when you missed and when you hit something. So that was very very nice. It was great to be back here in Budapest.
0: Yeah, I think that helped when uh, all the Hungarians went out early doors. (laughs) So they get behind their own, you know, whichever country we go to and. Budapest is just another fantastic country that we, we come to. You know, I've obviously, I've been lucky to get into New Zealand and Australia. So, it's come to Budapest. Really is, uh, I didn't expect it, but I'm
1: over to it. Yeah, pretty impressive traveling, well, spending three weeks down under then going straight back over to Europe and winning over there. And as I said, he beat Willie O'Connor 8-2 in the final, beat like likes so Dave Chisnell, uh, Rusty Jake Rodriguez. V- very impressive. And, mate, you just touched on before about, watching Joe Cullen in the practice room, did you, pick up, did you pick up things from watching some of these guys in the practice room? Because Joe, Dimitri, Gerwin, Johnny, all new down here. They had never been down here before. So it been quite interesting seeing some of those guys backstage. Yeah,
0: um, just watching their routines. Uh, it's quite similar to what us Kiwi boys are doing as well. Um, watching Michael Van Guren play James Wade and 1-2-1. You know, it's game that we play over here and... Uh, the quality was definitely better, but um, they have bad shots just like anyone, and I guess that's what I took away from watching them practice, was that you don't have to be perfect uh, on every throw that you throw, but when the moments matter, I guess that's what be, what it takes to be the elite. Uh, but the practice is very similar to the boys that I that I practice with in our local scene, so, uh, you know, the, obviously the quality, the you know, the higher end, but yeah, watching them, how comfortable they are, how they change from um, cause of the day before uh, their practice kind of um, mindset to the next day, you, you could just kind of cut the the room with a knife. You you could feel the tension between the top boys, and so I went in the other room. You know, I the other room you didn't really get to see, but <laughs> no, nah, well, you know, and the 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 oceanic boys are a bit more you know like how we are we kind of all band together put a bit of music on have a laugh she'll be right she'll be right mate and i'm big to that man i'm really relaxed i'm a don't overdo it type of thing don't ever play it and yeah you can definitely see the mindset change from a practice day to, to game day and uh, maybe that, that maybe i might try and be a bit more focused i guess on, on game day and see how that works i gonna give me some tips no, I might keep those to myself. Oh eh? come <laughs> on, come on!
1: Oh, help, help me out here, please. Now, uh, but of course, uh, that World Series event in New Zealand was the last one before the uh, World Series uh, of Darts Finals, which takes place uh, later this month in Amsterdam. Uh, and the field for that has been released, and we've got Dimitri Vandenberg, Gerwin Price, Michael Smith, Michael Van Gerwin, Johnny Clayton, James Wade, Joe Cullen, who of course all came down here, along with Gary Anderson routing out the seeded players. Uh, then they did a tour card uh, qualification holder, and those were won by Danny Knoppet, Vincent Voort, Matt Campbell, Danny Baggish, Dave Chisnell, Devin Peterson, Ryan Joyce, Jamie Hughes. So a good mix there. I got Dutch, Canadian, American, South African, uh, which is good to see. And then the invited players. Uh, We saw Fallon Sherrick, Peter Wright, Dirk van Dijdenboda, Simon Whitlock, Gordon Mathers, Damon Heter, Leonard Gates. And, of course, last but not least, our very own Kiwi, Hopai Puka.
0: Mate, amazing. Well-deserved. Probably the biggest upset, maybe, uh, in the World Series this year. Uh, Johnny ranked number seven uh hopes played amazing in that in that in that game uh the next time around obviously preparation or something didn't work out for him maybe try something different but him going over there and such a such a short like turnaround uh, he gets to figure out what worked and what didn't and for us guys on this side of the world you, if you can get back to back kind of high-end tournaments like that um yeah I think he's going to be better for it. I think we will see the hope eye that showed up in uh in Townsville, and um,
1: yeah, I think he's going to shock a few people of how consistent he actually can be. Yeah, that would be great to see. And I'm pretty sure how it works is that uh, the invited players play the first round games against the tour card holders, and then the winner of those games even face the seeded players. Yep. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that's how it works and how it's been done before, but. Uh, It's great to see, it's just great seeing a Kiwi get another opportunity on that world stage because the more the Kiwi guys get those opportunities and the more people see New Zealanders getting those opportunities, the more people probably think, I'd just quite like to give this darts thing a crack.
0: 100%, mate. It drives up the interest, it drives up garage players that just kind of kicking back, throwing, and get them interested in playing uh, competitive darts. and Good on Hopi. Um, I'm stoked that the PDC gave gave him a crack because it, it was well earned. It was the biggest upset, and uh, yeah, the more Kiwis that are on TV, I really feel like the more opportunities we'll get back here. Maybe bring back this guy. You know, we had the Sky was it Sky Tower or Sky City Casino um, tournament we held the Premier League that we had. Things like that, bring those back and drive the interest up because the game has only grown in popularity.
1: I've got a few ideas around getting things on TV, but uh, Andy, if you're (laughs) listening, we'll we'll be calling you later, mate. Uh, And, of course, Andy is a proud sponsor of the show. Thanks to the Dart Depot, Darts, Dartboards, Lightning and more. The Dart Depot, we are 28 minutes away from 10 here on At The Yockey. After the break... What are you gonna? We're gonna talk even more darts. We just love talking darts here on at the Ocky because that's all we do <laughs> every fortnight here on SCNZ. Twenty-three minutes away from ten here on SENZ's at the Ocky. Proudly brought to you by the Dart Depot. The Dart Depot is your one-stop shop for all things darts and queue. Visit the dartdepot.co NZ. And I am joined in studio by Big Rig Ben Rob, who's also proudly sponsored uh, by the Dart Depot. We've had mate. We've had a couple of texts come through, and these are always aimed at you and not me. Uh, <laughs> first one from uh, Sally and Hamilton. Which player impressed you the most in Hamilton in terms of, uh, I think she probably means that we touched on the PDC guys backstage. So I think kind of which one in, out of all those ones impresses you the most kind of from what you've seen away from the hockey on the hockey?
0: Um, oh, I don't know if you could right, pull one out of there, really. Um, I always like... I don't know, like the professionals, but every time I see Damon Hitter, he just seems to look more and more comfortable in the environment. And he's like the one that I associate the most with because we played against each other quite a bit in DPA. But watching him get better, uh, performing better, but still not losing who he is as he's doing it, um, it's pretty cool to watch. I mean, he, he's a World Cup champion. I give him, you know, I give him stick about that all the time and he, he tries to get his big head. But he never, like, I always try and say, you get a big head, you won the World Cup, rah, rah. But he just plays it off and he, he's still humble. And I like that about him. And his wife keeps him humble and, and they just go about their business. And, yeah, that's probably the one I like to look up to. Um, he impresses me all the time because he's got buckets of talent, but he's still, still him without losing him type thing.
1: And the other question we've had come through is from uh, Jeff, and he said from the north. I don't know. It means North Island, far north, north shore, north any Havelock north. Uh, he <laughs> said, guys, it's probably a bit too early to pick, but if you could give me an early roughie on the world champs. The world Championship. I know. There's, there's a lot to go before the world champs. The world Ma- champs. Must be, must be one of our listeners who's won a TAB bonus bet voucher. So <laughs> the, <laughs> one of the other on, shows. on the
0: Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> um, mate, we've got three months out. It's uh, I don't know. You got it. Joe Cullen's winning, uh, but then you've got Michael Smith, those top guys. Gil, Gil, I think Gil and Price is going to go in with so much pressure. Um, he has he's defending all that money, which is so big on his ranking. Uh, a lot on him to to win that. If I had to go with dark horse on it, I'd probably say. Roby John Rodriguez, oh, or uh,
1: Kim Hybricks, oh, and okay, yeah, I thought I, I thought you were gonna probably say Josh Rock because he was a guy that we touched on before.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm not too sure how the ranking is going. Just because you have a tour card doesn't mean you make the uh, the world champ. So it's his first year holding. He has to be either qualified or top 64. I think top 64 or even might be 32. But um, no, no, definitely 64. And there's 128 cards, you know, so tough to get in the World Champs when you have a tour card. You play (laughs) playing the cards week in, week out.
1: Yeah, uh, for me, I'm kind of waiting for Rob Cross to have
0: another bit of a run. Yeah, dude's dude's elite. He's obviously done it, and not many have done it. When you walk in backstage at the World Champs, they have the big banners of every person who's ever won a World Champs, and there ain't that many of them because Phil Taylor stole a
1: whole bunch of them. Yeah, exactly. And keep those texts coming through here on double eight double three. But there was an article, We or actually, we've touched on this already about trying to get more opportunities for players over here in Australia, just locally, just giving those small windows just to give the guys that chance, whether it's playing on TV or playing these big guys. And uh, Paul Nicholson, who is an Englishman, but I believe he came over and played in the DPA and qualified for Australia. So he represented Australia quite a few times. He has done a piece and he has and he is talked about the PDC trying to give more opportunities to the Dart Players Australia and Dart Players New Zealand uh, and he said, when you think of the feeder system in the PDC, none of them have done as much as the DPA and DPNZ Dart Players Australia and their Kiwi counterparts have been sending players to the Pro Tour and World Champs for two decades or more the talent pool in Australia and New Zealand has always been strong and it was shown again with talents of Gordon Mathers the winner of the Kyle Anderson Award Simon Whitlock, Damon Heter, qualifiers like Mel Cumming, Hopai Puhar Warren and Perry, I'm going to add Ben Rob on the end of there. Um, <laughs> but he kind of he goes on to say, how, "It would be what if the PDC could bring just like a weekend pro tour event here? Like to so say, I know it would cost a lot of money, but yeah. how how could I guess, or even just a, an event where." I guess like another World Series event, just another opportunity for the, for New Zealanders to play against these guys. I know that yeah. you would relish that opportunity, and I know lots of the other Kiwis as well, but maybe it doesn't have to even be a qualifying event. Maybe it could just be, hey, we'll bring we'll it bring, when they're over here. We can schedule a, a DPNZ event, for example, and you could possibly get drawn against one of the PDC guys. It's just as an example. I don't know. They get the money, yeah. but they don't get the ranking points selling.
0: Yeah, when I read that article, I was thinking how could you make it logistically happen? You can't ship 128 professional players halfway across the world. It would just be quite expensive. But maybe having uh, qualifying tournaments in New Zealand and Australia that then allows you to then travel over to a Euro Tour or a Pro Tour event, something that just you don't have to get a tour card to compete, whether it be a partial tour card of like two or like four events in the pro tour or you get to play in the Euro tour for two events. Like that in a way would then allow our, our grassroots games and our guys coming through an opportunity to see what it takes more often than just once a year. And then all of us competing for one spot for the world champs. If we could just, yeah, things something along those lines where they would allow us access into the pro tour scene. So we can compete and see what it's like. So when we comes to a tour car situation, it comes to Q school, we're more prepared rather than then yeah getting there looking like possums with our eyes open looking at headlights.
1: Well, okay then. I guess what I'd say to that then would be, what about and we just touched on Euro Tours. What if there was a Oceania tour where we only send twenty four guys down, as an example. I know that's still a lot, but you could have a similar concept to the European Tour full of local qualifiers, but you're also getting that chance to play against PDC guys and you just try and incorporate it when they're down under. And I guess that would mean it would be quite a change to the schedule. But you could almost try and make it like a midweek thing before these televised World Series events. I I, I don't know. I'm just spitballing ideas here.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's all we need, though. Um, the game's obviously growing. There's a demand for games to be, you know broadcast and people want to know what's going on and every country the more countries that have a pro in the system it's going to draw larger crowds it's going to get more attention which is which is what the pdc is all about uh so yeah i mean they, you could do that all over the world and maybe have tour cards that are for an asian an asian region Every two years, you get four cars from the Asian region or something like along those lines. But yeah, I think the PDC are open to ideas. It, it, they're constantly adapting to to what's going on in the world. And yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I feel that like opportunities
1: will come uh, as long as the players
0: are being competitive.
1: Well, I hope those opportunities do come because would, honestly, when a New Zealander, whether it's yourself or Hopai, uh, get on the tour, I think it was going to be massive. Uh, for the game of darts here. And we are 15 minutes away from 10 here on SENZ. We'll wrap things up after the break. Here on SENZ at the Oki, and myself and Ben have been talking about ways to kind of get darts out there a bit more to, I guess, the local community. And what perfect guy to talk to, other than the PDC Chief Executive, Matt Porter, I caught up with him at the conclusion of the New Zealand Darts Masters, and this is what he had to say. All right, Matt, uh, New Zealand Dance Masters done and dusted for another year. It's been a couple of years since you've been mm-hmm. here. How was it to be back? Yeah, it was great to be back. You
3: know, as you know, we've waited a long time and this was the last event we had where people had their, fan, uh, their tickets from pre-COVID. So there's been fans in the Globebox Arena this weekend have had their tickets for pretty much three years, which is remarkable. Um, so we've had great crowds, great reception. It's been brilliant to be back in Hamilton.
1: And I think the players delivered. How did you how did you find the crowd? How, how was it to actually be back here? Because I, I know from my perspective, it was like it seemed like a long time away, mm. and it wasn't wasn't going to happen. But it's actually here. You've actually completed the World Series now. It must yeah, be a huge yeah. relief. It is a relief.
3: Yeah. I mean, look, we weren't able to confirm we were coming until I think end of March, early April. You know, so it was it was all thrown together relatively quickly. Even though we'd had three years since the last event, it was so stop start, rearranging, cancelling dates, communicating with ticket holders, going off sale, back on sale and then we had to try and book flights and flight prices have gone through the roof and availability has gone through the floor. So, you know, to, to throw the whole thing together was a, a challenge, but one we were pleased to be able to do because of the, what's happened over the last couple of years. And have you got plans to come back down here? Yeah, absolutely. You know, look, New Zealand's been a, a fixture on the World Series Tour for probably best well, it's best part of a decade now. Um, you know, and it's a, it's a great dance country down here. The standard of domestic players is good. The appetite from people to come and watch the event and watch it on TV is good. You know, we've got good commercial partners down here, TAB, Sky, Steinlager, you know, Globox Arena here. Um, in, in Hamilton, you know, all people who back the event, um, you know, SENZ, everybody gets behind us when we come here. We get a warm warm welcome, a great reception, so there'd be no reason not to come back.
1: Have you got uh, any plans to ha- host it in other cities? Because I know we'd spoken before, and mm. this is going back years, that you know, the possibility has been in two different cities and Christchurch yeah. and all that, but of course COVID would have delayed yeah. all Yeah,
3: I mean, look, I think Hamilton deserves to, to have another go, you know, and hopefully we can make that work. You know, we're talking to the venue and different stakeholders in the region, so hopefully we we can make that work, but we know we can stage the event successfully in Auckland. Uh, myself and, and our uh, head of production, we've been to see the venue in Christchurch as well, so we know what that's all about. But there's plenty of venues in New Zealand capable of hosting this event, and there's plenty of cities where people have got an appetite to go and watch it. So I think wherever we go, you know, within reason, it will work. Um, but for the time being, you know, our focus is on keeping it working here in Hamilton.
1: And the good thing about this World Series this year was uh, there'd been a few years in delay, but there was some old faces coming back. There was also lots of new faces as well, which I guess shows the growth of darts on the PDC over the years as well.
3: Yeah, it's important for us to keep it evolving. You know, I think the oldest player is Gezi, who's 37. Apart from Simon, obviously, uh, you know, he's in his 50s. But the, the, the players we've brought over, Fallon, Joe dimitri uh you know michael smith they're the, they're the sort of younger younger guys they're the future they're the, you know they're not only at the elite of the sport now but they'll be at the elite you know for the years to come as well and there's players who've served the sport very well raymond van Barneveld, gary anderson who've been you know down a number of times but everything moves on doesn't it you know you can't just keep turning up with the same players all the time and and ultimately you know the players who are at the top of the sport and the players who are of most interest to the public are the people
1: you need to deliver. And that's been quite hard because the World Series is building quite nicely and then with the COVID delay, were you quite impressed with the standard of the local qualifiers considering all that delay? Yeah, I was, but it can be better and it's not their
3: fault. You know, they've not had a huge amount of action locally for over the course of the last couple of years. So it's been difficult for them to reach the standards that perhaps they were doing in 2016, 17, 18. But I see that coming back, you know, positive signs, the performances of, you know, Caden Milne, um, you know, uh, Bernie Smith played well you know, there, there, there was there's, there's talent down here in New Zealand, there, there always has been and there always will be COVID put everything on hold all around the world you know, you look in Asia, look in Australia America, Canada, you know where we were making progress, 16, 17 18, etc, that was put on hold but that progress will come again, you know, we've got good local partners who are delivering good content uh, good, good and good tournaments so I'm confident that the players will respond to that.
1: Awesome Matt, thank you so much for, thanks, time. Ben, hope to see for your time you Thanks for support, next year. good to be back all right, well, I guess reading between the lines and, hey, I'm no expert, uh, start booking your tickets for Hamilton 2023.
0: Yeah, that's what it sounded like, right? Um, mate, like I said before, credit to the, the fans that came out. Um, they, they set the standard for the crowd next year. Um, yeah, it was so cool, mate. I was so stoked um, for New Zealand to put on the show that they did, and they were there right to the end when, when Price lifted his, uh, his trophy. So, yeah, cool. They deserve to have it again.
1: Uh, show's nearly over, unfortunately. It always seems to go pretty quick, especially after when you had two hours for your last show. But maybe what's on the, what's on the horizon for you coming up?
0: Uh, Taranaki Open this weekend. Oh,
1: yeah. love the Naki.
0: Yeah. Um, me and Hope I've uh, been kind of going different angles uh, for the last month or so. So this is the first time we link up again. Uh, hopefully, I get to play him because the boy's on fire and I you know, always want to play the best. So uh, then he's off on Sunday. Um, Often it's a big journey over to Amsterdam, so, yeah, one big head out, and then uh, bring on Birkenhead two weeks after that.
1: Yeah, uh, I'll reveal more details about that on the next show. I don't want to reveal my hand now. A few people know what what will be going on, but (laughs) if you you are good at listening, you might pick up on exactly what's going on, but Ben, as always, mate, pleasure for... Uh, giving up your time for coming to come in and talk some darts. Mate, always mate. Love talking darts. You can do it all night. All right, once again a big thank you to our sponsors at the Dart Depot, Darts, Dartboards, Lighting and more. Uh, the Dart Depot. We'll be back in two weeks time here on At the oki here on SENZ.